and welcome everyone to Film the Woman of My Life. My name is Brendan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Howdy. And Bob Kay. Hey, howdy, hey. hey She's yeah, always one up in me with the howdies. Well, in this one, <laughs> hey, howdy, hey, you know, it's kind of relevant because today we are doing our bo- first bonus episode in a while. Haven't done a bonus in a bit. Uh, but we are talking about uh, our Pixar tournament that was going on on Instagram. And the winner of that tournament will get the spotlight here at the first half of the show. The winner was Toy Story by quite a landslide, I yeah. must say. I don't think Toy Story at any point uh, lost or won by less than two-thirds of the vote. Uh, for those who do not know or were not aware, there is a Pixar tournament going on on my Instagram. That's Brennan underscore Podhost. Pitted the top 16 Pixar movies against each other in tournament style, and uh, you can just vote on daily matches. I'm always having those tournaments going on on my Instagram. There's a horror one going on right now if you like horror movies to go check out. Um, but yeah, Toy Story was the unanimous winner. It beat uh, Monsters, Inc. in the finals, which I was surprised Monsters, Inc. made it that deep. I, I was not a uh, not expecting that, uh, and then uh, semi-finalists were Up and uh, Finding Nemo, so those are your top tier guys, Toy Story ended up winning, uh, you guys surprised about the tournament results at all, uh, Nicole? Not really, I mean, I thought it was going to be pretty obvious that one of the Toy Stories was going to win, but the, the the main four didn't really surprise me, <laughs> there were some that um, I didn't even think should have been on there at all, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had some people say that too. There were there was only there's 21 Pixar movies, so 16 made it. I only left five off, and yeah, I mean, I did it based on like Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, uh, IMDb. Like, I kind of made an aggregate of the user scores. It just kind of shows the... like the range that Pixar has, where there are just some like phenomenal movies, and then at the same time, they make some that are just questionable as to how that that theme even got approved to make and then make a couple <laughs> was, of them. I think the, the lowest of the top 16 on there for Rotten Tomatoes was 88%. So critics like them pretty well. And then, yeah, there's a, there's a couple in there that uh, are a little less popular. Okay. Are you surprised at all about the results? Uh, I don't know that I'm surprised. I think that it really shows sort of the demographic of our audience that, you know, they're probably, you know, grew up on the OG stuff. So yeah, four of the of those four, what three of them were the fir- in the first like five yeah, that were made. Right, so, right. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely only somewhat newer one, second half Pixar. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty chalky. Uh, the the only surprise is that Monsters Inc. went as deep as it did. I had no idea Monsters Inc. had that kind of love. I, it's like a good, it's like a middle middle Pixar for me. But uh, yeah, Toy Story winning and pretty much slaughtering every opponent yeah. uh, is not a big surprise. So uh, we're going to spoil Toy Story now if you haven't seen it somehow. It's on Disney+. Plus. And then the second half, we're going to talk about some Pixar superlatives, give spotlights to some of our favorite things and uh, in, in all of the Pixar movies. So if, I'll give a second spoiler warning for that. But for this first half, if you haven't seen Toy Story, the original, we're going to do a loose spoiler talk. So go check it out on Disney+, Plus if you have any interest no rating on this episode. Uh, just starting thoughts, Mama K, Toy Story. You were the only person who was an adult when this came out. What do you think of Toy Story? Yeah, Toy Story was so uh, revolutionary at, when it came out. It was, you know, something, you know, looking back now, you look at the at the CGI and on all of that, and then the graphics are just not there, but they were very much, you know, different than what we had been used to seeing and, and innovative and fun and even more so was the the writing and the humor that was, um, you know, pointed at uh, two separate audiences. There, there were great jokes for the kids and there were great jokes for the parents. And I think that, it, you know, that was at a point where it wasn't like, oh, guy, I have to go to see this cartoon movie with my kids. It wasn't that at all. And right. we, this was right at the beginning of, you know, when, when I had kids. So I'm like, lucky me. How, how, how lucky am I? So yeah. And, and it was, and it's a great story and you have, you know, Tom Hanks as the main, one of the main characters and everybody, you know, at that point, that's everybody loves Tom Hanks. They think most, almost everybody loves Tom, Tom Hanks. Um, so yeah, it was just sort of, it was different and great and his Disney, you know, probably took a little bit of a chance, but they hit it out of the park. Yeah. Nicole, you're, you were, you know, my age when this came out. I don't know when you saw it exactly, but very, very young. Uh, what do you, what, what do you think of Toy Story? 
yeah, this was obviously the first Pixar movie I've ever seen um in my life and i when i say that i've seen it countless times i mean (laughs) countless times there are just movies that i can watch all the time and never tire of them and toy story is definitely one of those growing up i don't know if you recall but um on abc network they used to air disney movies on saturday nights and one of my fondest memories is watching that with my dad specifically we would me and him and my sister and mom would watch uh, whatever Disney movie was on that night, every weekend. And for some reason, I feel like it was always Toy Story. <laughs> um, but <laughs> It might have been. <laughs> I mean, that just kind of just aids in the amount of times that I've seen this. Because I just so vividly remember seeing the blue cloud background on mm-hmm. our TV screen for 10 years. always <laughs> Every Saturday. And I, I never get tired of it. So... I kind of just thought it would be silly if this didn't win because just for some reason I feel like many people my age probably feel that same way that had that same kind of memory. And and another thing that I just want to bring up is whenever you watch any sort of documentary that's Pixar themed or you go behind the scenes type of thing with Disney and, and they show how animation styles have progressed through the years, it always, in my head, I'm always stuck on seeing them create toy story and it's because like mama k said it was revolutionary in the way that they used cgi and went from drawing cells to actually using computers and and whatnot so um Mm -hmm. that that type of revelation that they created obviously paved the way for so many more amazing pixar styles and and shorts and films and uh it's just it's just something that is just always going to be remarkable in, in its in the sense of the word. Yeah, they created the new and this new animation style, which hasn't fully replaced cell animation, but it's pretty mu- I mean, pretty close. And like even there's other styles of animation now that are that are completely different and unique. And this was like the one. This was like the big first one. And I go back. I've seen it, you know, somewhat recently. And I. Th- I don't think uh, the graphics are as bad as you would think they would be from 1995. Right, I think it's still right. decently good. Yeah. You look at Bugs Life, the next one. Bugs Life looks weird. Bugs Life actually does <laughs> like not hold up correctly uh, in the visuals. Still a great story, great characters, which I'm, might come up later on. But yeah. uh, Toy Story actually looks pretty good, except for maybe 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 a couple of the humans. Like Andy's a little scary. Uh, <laughs> it just adds to uh, the, the charm. <laughs> yeah, the do- the dog is a little scary. It's uh, not just because it's supposed to be scary uh but it's it, uh, like the, the the shakiness and it's a little some weird floaty weirdness. that i remember that dog always being like a little floaty like not... yeah when he's doing the, the the run towards the end it's a little it, yeah. it's a little weird yeah. um but it, i mean it, it for a movie that basically birthed an animation style and is now tw- 25 years old mm-hmm. uh it looks and holds up pretty well uh so you know the story of of Toy Story, it's Woody. It's the guy who's in charge of this room of toys, and he gives little meetings, <laughs> and he's the favorite. And then you got the new hotness coming in, Buzz, and uh, it becomes like a reluctant buddy movie. This went through a bunch of like rewrites too. Like originally, Woody was supposed to be like like really evil, and he was supposed to be like a marionette puppet who like oh, tried Jesus. to murder Buzz, Ugh. and it was a whole different kind of Jeez. kind of Glad thing. Glad we going avoided on. that. <laughs> If you see early sketches of Woody, he was very scary. He was, he's Woody because originally he was a marionette puppet, so he was made of wood. We kind of see his, that style reimagined in the fourth one with those other puppets in the fourth Toy Story. Mm. Like that's kind of like the look they were going to give Woody originally, and that that would have been a very terrifying thing to do. <laughs> um, and you know, the other things people have always mentioned: Randy Newman's score. Randy Newman has done like half the Pixar music pieces and there's tons of ones in this one that stick out and then this is also the only one that uh, has birthed three sequels you know the cars have had three movies and find the the findings and the monsters have a couple but the uh, toy story's got four it's got the legs they're all pretty well uh received uh except you know someone on the show might not like the fourth one too much mm-hmm. uh, but <laughs> uh, as, a, as a whole it's it's pretty much stood the test um is there any like favorite little things and moments you want to mention in, in the in the movie and uh things that stick out to you one thing that i definitely remember is the 
the dark side of this movie where we are in the villain if you want to say sid's room and yeah. where wood and buzzy are buzzy but what the fuck <laughs> wood and buzzy, wood and buzzy. <laughs> Ooh. i wouldn't hear their names that's like the knockoff that's the knockoff version <laughs> that's the universal pictures version um when, when woody and buzz are being held captive under that crate and then they finally get out and all these demonic mangled toys yeah. come creeping from under the bed it's the spider legs <laughs> with the baby doll head with all the hair cut off that's so it's the like best little, one little like so scary <laughs> um and the legs with the yo-yo fishing rod fishing like, pole these, yeah yeah, yeah. The little bat, the little girl body with the pterodactyl head, like they are so iconic. Jamie's all better now. Jamie's all better. So many things that we say in our house for no reason whatsoever. We, I mean, we quote this movie too much out of context constantly. There's so many quotable things in here, but that that scene in particular was nightmare inducing. Yeah, Just thinking about no that lie. baby head with the one eyeball and the cut off hair. It's like forever ingrained in anyone's <laughs> memory that sees this. Um, but there are too many good ones to talk about. I mean, we could have a full episode about Toy Story yeah. because there's just so many key things that are one, quotable, and two, memorable in how they look uh, that it could just we could just go on forever. Uh, one of the someone pointed out on uh, I think it was on Reddit. I saw that the f- the fishing pole with the with the women's legs. Yeah, someone said, uh, yeah. Someone was like, did Sid hear the word like hooker and like think that's what it was because she knew it was like a woman, so he made it like half fishing pole and half woman. <laughs> uh, you know, so many, there's. Adult, line at the... adult Sid, what? I'm not even sure what happened to that kid. So <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we might see adult Sid in, in the future. There's theories if if we see him again yep, in the third one. There is. There's also um, there's some of like the adult jokes here too. Like at the very beginning, it's one when I rewatched this not too long ago when Woody's giving like. Like it's like a morning briefing. Yes. Like, if you're at like any any job or like, all right, here's our weekly uh, results. All right, here's what we did. He's like Tuesday night's corros- battery corrosive awareness meeting. I think it was a big success. I'm like, it's no the kid best. Knows what that I mean, like, it's 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 fantastic. Like, that those kind of jokes like hold up so well. And it I don't want to take punch any like that all the time. I don't want to take any of Mama K's favorite parts, but it, well, just one other one I wanted to say before we give her the floor is, um. I particularly love the one of the beginning scenes where we're having Andy's birthday party and right now we're kind of getting like the recon mission with the army men and the barrel of monkeys that are like used as like, yeah. rope and they're they're down there with the walkie-talkie trying to identify what new toys are coming in this is before we meet Buzz and ham the pig the piggy bank he's just like oh we got a big one we got oh and then it turns and he's like holy shit look how long that <laughs> thing is and it's so fun it's just such an entertaining scene to watch i love it it is they're the, getting bigger it, oh the, it's like a little one no <laughs> the window shades are all like flipping flipping if you're from the outside of the house that's what you see i mean i think that's the thing about this movie is that it the the you know the theme of it is so enjoyable like oh my god your toys are alive when you leave the room you know um what a what a solid great thought and to base the whole movie sort of around that is is just it's genius and those kind of the, all of those little moments the things that last you know just like for one scene are it's all gold like there's not i can't think of very much in that movie where i'm like uh you know i uh bummer that it happened this way or or you know anything um so good uh tea party with mrs nesbitt you know um <laughs> it's awesome uh you can try to do with that a lot yeah exactly I'm mrs nesbitt <laughs> Janie's all better. I think Janie's all better now. We used to say constantly, like that was. Yeah, Janie's all better now. We would say Janie's all better now. Um, That might have been just the doll coming out of the. A little bit. Was it? That's. The the what scared Griffin was uh was mama yeah when they're when the toys are like rising out of like the muck in the yes. backyard yeah. well, we 
we did not go and visit you know sandboxes very often probably for that exact reason because those were terrifying uh when they go to pizza planet and there's the aliens you know the claws are Mm -hmm. master you know all of i mean (laughs) it's the whole movie i can't even help it but brennan's right for me i think it, it is that key first part where they were woody you know uh, is putting together the Walmart meeting, and um, it's just like it's. <laughs> Let's go it's, make our sales, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and everybody, everybody is like, it's like the office before the office, you know. It uh, so is. You're it's so really right. just good, and I can't. I'm smiling, like thinking about all of that, and yeah, that that movie was on play a lot in in our house too. So, um, you know what else this does. It also sets up the rem- the rest of the Pixar world for Easter eggs galore. It I does. mean, they yeah. they this movie like there are so many things that we get in newer Pixar films, newer from this obviously. Um mm. that Pizza Planet just, always delivers the pizza. Pe- exactly, <laughs> and the ball is in so many scenes. We have um Yeah. Oh, what was the other thing that I was thinking of? Something else, but um Anyway, all these little key components just get strewn through the rest of these Pixar movies, and it's such a cool thing to see. Yeah, I agree. Just so much fun, and just... I wonder if they had any idea what this was going to be when they did it, because... There's a bunch of really good Pixar documentaries. There's one called Pixar Story, which was made, like, 10 or 15 years ago, so it didn't even cover, like the entire like new like the new it only covered like five or six of the first ones i remember it because at the beginning they were like we got this new exciting one coming out called cars it's gonna be the the new thing i'm like ooh, ooh boy. called what <laughs> called, uh, called what if you guys cars Ca- cars oh cars <laughs> in, the, yeah. in, the, in this document it was made in like 2005 or something and they were like they were talking about like the first six i think I know, and then man. the next one coming out it was like we had this new one, Cars. It's going to be the next big one. And we're hoping this is our next Toy Story. And then... Mm, they, they can't quit Cars, can they? I feel like that's one that's somebody's tenacious John, about it. And they can't quit John it. Lasseter, the guy who made... Who's, yeah. Who was the president of the studio for a really long time. And directed several and wrote a couple of them. Yeah. He, cars was his project. He loved Cars. And I don't know why. It's, I mean, <laughs> when you look at uh, what are the biggest cl- or closest things to a flop Pixar could make. I, I've seen I've seen every Pixar movie, including all the Cars, and I don't think even Cars Two, which is pointed to as like the worst Pixar movie, is even that bad. Like it's like it's just fine, but like in in comparison to everything else that they made. Yeah, that's uh, the thing is like when you set failing. the bar so high with something like a Toy Story that does stand the test of time. I mean, you didn't know it at the time, but it does stand the test of time and everybody knows these characters and this is the buddy movie of the century and you know god yeah yeah i think we'll we'll leave uh toy story there for now i'm sure it'll be revisited one day but uh toy story (laughs) great fantastic uh deserving of the number one even i don't know if it's our if if it's everyone's you know what everyone's favorites are going to be but uh it it, i think we can all agree it deserves a top spot that's there's no, no no one's upset about that um so that that's that's gonna wrap up toy story for now kind of because now the second half we're gonna talk about just we're gonna give out some pixar superlatives some best of some some underrated some overrated uh favorites so this is going to be spoilers for all of pixar movies and i'm just gonna list them off real quick in case you didn't know what counts as a pixar movie because some people are like oh i love wreck it ralph i'm like that's not pixar <laughs> oh despicable me no do not ever confuse despicable me with pixar people do wrong, wrong with you people do that's wrong with you people. So these are the Pixar films that could be discussed. Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Finding Nemo, Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Wally, Up, Toy Story 3, Cars 2, Brave, Monsters University, Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Cars 3, Coco, Incredibles 2, Toy Story 4, and Onward. So if you haven't seen any of those and you are really sticklery about spoilers, there's a possibility that spoilers come up for any of those. Pretty much all of them are on Disney+. Plus. Uh, and we're going to talk about the shorts first, though. Um, well, okay, I wanted to give the shorts a quick spotlight. So, favorite shorts, since this was your idea, okay, what is your favorite Pixar short? Yeah, so shorts are interesting to me because I think that they harken back to when I used to go to the movies as a kid. And there was always a, a short, you know, a little Bugs Bunny or something like that before every film. And uh, I was happy to see that again. And so my in my heart, I've got three that I really, really like. Uh, Jerry's Game, which is one of the earliest ones where there's the old guy playing 
chess and um then there's pearl which is about a ball of yarn sounds very uh, pedestrian but it's really fun and then uh one of the more recent ones is bow uh for a lot of reasons but it's just really charming and it mm-hmm. kind of it, yeah, love bow. Yeah, love bow. Um, I like bow in real life. I'm I'm a big fan of the food. So, um, yeah, I'll, those three stand out to me as being really stellar. Do you have a, a top one or a couple, uh, Nicole? Um, yeah, I do. My top short, um, is one that is probably the first one that I've ever seen, and I believe this was before Bugs Life, which is obviously Jerry's game. It is yeah. so perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my most recent favorite, as I'm sure we all know, is Bao. Because <laughs> not only do I love the story, it is such a wonderful story. It's sad, but also it's yeah. no denying that if anyone has seen Brennan's face, he uh, looks exactly like the character Bao in the movie. So I can't get over it and I will forever love it because I think it's amazing. And it's confirmed that Baby Bao also looks like Baby Brennan. So it really I, is. It's uncanny. I love it so much. Yeah, you guys do love. But I. But in, uh, you can't my, deny in it, their phone In their phones, uh, when, my mom, when I call my mom or she calls me, I come up as uh, the Bao. little picture of Baby Bow. And Bao, then in yeah. uh, Nicole's phone, I am just the, the son, Bao. the grown up son, <laughs> Bow. So no real pictures of me in their phones, just the Bow character iterations. I feel uh, like it's a real picture of you. <laughs> the. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement on the favorite then. Jerry's Game is the best. Jerry's Game is so good. It was before Bugs Life, you're right. Yeah. Um, it's it's super simplistic. <laughs> it's super funny. It's the first time they ever tried to do a human animation other than in, in Toy Story where they had the kind of alien head looking things. Uh, and it looks it looks pretty good. Um, well, the best thing about the... Jerry is that he shows up in an actual movie. Yeah. Yes, he does. He shows up in one of the ones later. I guess, we, I don't know if we're going to talk about him later on, but he shows up in one of the ones and we find out his profession it's very interesting um but yeah for a newer one uh it's made there on disney plus there's like a whole bunch of newer ones that were made in the last couple of years that have come out uh i think pixar made like a little contest and people won and were able to have a small budget to put their uh, movies together uh but there's one called kitbull on disney plus and kitbull is a little bit different style of animation than you're used to for pixar but they did create it um, and it's about this little cat who befriends a pit bull who is getting abused by his owner and it's makes you cry for nine minutes straight. It's so good. Uh, the cat, the, the cat and the dog's animations are perfect. They're really, really adorable. Uh, it is, it is a real, real lovely little story. So kit bull on Disney plus, if anyone has not seen that one, and I'm going to have to check it one. out. I have not seen that. It's, it's amazing. It's so, I think I should show it to you, Nicole, right? Yeah, I saw that. It is very sad. <laughs> it's it's not all sad, but yeah. Alright, uh on to our main uh, superlatives for the main movies. We're starting with best main character. We'll go back to you, Nicole. Favorite oh, main character from a Pixar I film. Had such a tough time picking this. Um this was the last one that I could fill in my the blanks of what I wanted my main character to be, but I <clears throat> I had to go with uh with Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. <laughs> I just oh, think, nice. <laughs> I think that it was movie itself was cast really perfectly i think that billy crystal's voice for mike wazowski is like key to making this awesome he's just so funny and i just really think that they knocked it out of the park with the script for this movie it just is so awesome to me so that's why i picked mike wazowski okay your favorite i agree with nicole that that movie is is really cleverly scripted and really well acted uh i have two on my list though because i couldn't decide and i think uh i'm agreeing with the movie but i'm disagreeing with the character i like sully i think sully is one of the great main characters there's something about him that is just so uh warm and fluffy and i mean besides the fact that he's actually fluffy um yeah (laughs) he's he's, yeah, he's just, I don't know, he's very uh, in, intensely likable. And um, and then I have Woody, because I think he's not, not it's not just because he's iconic, it's because he's just so, um, 
you know, you can, you see people like him and you know, people like him and he's so earnest and he's so concerned. And then, you know, they wind up, it's hard to separate because they wind up being these almost buddy movies, you know, Mike and Mike and Sully and Woody and Buzz. Um, so I kind of picked the best of both of those for me. Woody's like the main character of Pixar. He arcs in every movie convincingly like a real person. Like he is yeah. like the one of the most fleshed out characters I've ever seen in in a movie in movies. Like yeah. he is incredibly real. Um yeah, I I pick uh Mr. Incredible, Bob Parr. I love uh, I love Mr. Oh. Incredible having to deal with this little office job sitting in that fucking cubicle and he's enormous <laughs> and the, and he's got that little twerp boss and all he wants to do is go out on calls with his buddy. Yeah, we're going bowling and then he's going to go run in a building. Uh you know, he's trying he's trying to get back in shape. He's trying to keep his mundane little life together. I love all the Incredibles. Like, yeah. I I could have easily picked Elastigirl here too. She was in the uh, consideration. But I I, I love that family. I love uh, the the, pa- the patriarch. Uh, he is hilarious and uh, very very earnest and uh, a little 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 pig headed at times. But you know, uh, and then I had honorable mentions of Miguel from Coco and yeah. Marlon from Finding Nemo. People probably disagree with that one, but I think Marlon's a very interesting, complex character. Not too much time on that. On yeah. to the best side character, Mama K. Best side character. Uh, it's George from Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. They're the runner-up, getting a lot of love on this one. (laughs) I I I can't even describe why. I just think sometimes I think about. I was trying to think about what would be a movie where if the side character wasn't there, like a really side character, not the buddy movies where there's kind of like they're sharing the you know the the limelight. Yeah, the one A, the one B. Yeah, why this? I was like, this movie would not have the same appeal to me because it would be. It's a little dark, and his the way that he always comes in to save the day in a funny way save the save save the day is in he's making me laugh when i'm like really uncomfortable um he's it's him i love him so much um and i can't choose like all the toys from toy story because that would really be my favorite side character but i think if i have to choose one it's george from uh, monster sync 2319 uh nicole 2319 Um, I picked a side character from one of the movies that is not one of my favorites. However, uh, I think that he really just makes the movie that much better. Um, I'm going to go with Russell from Up because I just, I think that he really (laughs) brings back that, that sense of adventure in, um, the main character. What's his name? Uh, Carl. 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 Yeah. yeah. He brings back that sense of adventure that the whole movie is really supposed to reflect. And, you know, that's the whole thing. He lost his self sense of adventure when his wife died. So to, in order to have Russell come back as, I don't want to say a reincarnation of the wife, but just the reincarnation of the fun life he had and the whole thing with him and the bird <laughs> is the the best part of that movie kevin what's the bird kevin, kevin. yeah you love you it's love Kevin's a girl it's so good so that's why i'm picking russell yeah I, my favorite that's side also a Brennan character yeah it's another one that reminds you tons of pixar characters you guys think of me. uh best side character for me is uh i guess there's three of them actually there's like infinite number of them it's the little green men from toy story series um i i love their intro in the claw and when he's (laughs) when the one gets torn apart by the dog he's like the the mystic portal awaits and then he (laughs) he puts him on the nose just they watch in horror as he's torn apart uh they have a heroic moment they have a heroic moment in the third one they pop up in the second and fourth one uh always a welcome presence on the screen i love those guys and i have no idea there's there's like the three main ones but there's there's a bunch like, yeah. there's so many everywhere uh and then i had a similar thing with Mal okay I, I wanted to give the nemo fish tank uh the doctor's office fish tank like an honorable yeah mention because that's also i love true. all those side characters but i couldn't pick one if i had to pick one it'd be peach the starfish peach um and then i think special accommodations we all love ross so no! uh, def- definitely that's definitely true. on the short list um on to our best villains uh go ahead nicole i know that i'd said that monsters inc podcast that Roz reminded me of my mom but I think it's only because we used to watch it together (laughs) 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 okay the best villain the best villain without a doubt is Al from Al's Toy Barn in Toy Story 2 (laughs) he is so fucking slimy 
<laughs> he's so slimy. He's so grody. He stole Woody. He fucking got away with Wheezy. It was just so... <laughs> he was such a jerk. Um, which leads into the second worst villain, which is also in the movie. And I think that he he got... He got his inspiration to be cruel from Al, which is Stinky Pete, is my runner-up for best Uh villain because he is a jerk, too. And I hate both of them for the right reasons because they both suck in the movie and it just makes it that much better. (laughs) Cheeto fingers. I love when he's like, I gotta drive all the way to work. And he, like, swerves into traffic and it's right across the street. Yeah, it's right across the street. Yeah. She's puff fingers. It's just it's an incredible performance by by Alice Toybar. Oh. <laughs> by, by Alice Toybar, that's his name. Uh Bob okay, your favorite villain? Uh my favorite villain is is Sid. I mean, he 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 makes the whole movie because if, if there wasn't that piece of it, you know, there would be it, it would it wouldn't be the same. And it's you're right, that all the toys that he mangled and maimed and re designed are scary as shit heartless yeah and and all i could think of was you know i don't know that my kids are gonna be able to watch this movie i mean i'm scared i don't like the doll head with one eyeball i don't like the way it turns and you're like oh no (laughs) he's a spider (laughs) you're like this this little buddy don't be afraid (laughs) even king little situation going on here so he's gonna blow them up with a rocket illegal rocket it's like illegal fireworks I, uh, I, he's just. Where are the parents? He's exactly the thing that you're like, God, no. And if, and as a little sister, no, I was, you know, <laughs> no. Um, my, my runners up are Randall, cause I think he's a really good villain. Uh, Randall from Monsters Inc. And then mm-hmm. fucking Darla from <laughs> Finding Nemo. Oh my God, I must just spit out my <laughs> I still Darla. would. I still would love to Darla dress up place. as her for, for Halloween one time because she's just so heinous. Darla, fucking nightmare. Fishy, 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 fishy. <laughs> so terrible. So those are my those are my villains. Okay. All right, uh, my favorite villain, and it's already been said. Stinky Pete is the man. <laughs> Stinky oh, Stinky Pete. Pete, very, very complex. The Toy Story villains are great. Very complex villain done. Uh, Later on, with lots of hug and bear, is uh, done in not as effective of a yeah, way. Yeah, Stinky Pete, too. a surprise villain. Yeah. A what? Lots is bad too. Lots is bad too, but he's similar to to Pete, and I think Pete's a little more interesting. Pete yeah. starts off as like you think he's a good guy, and his reveal as the bad guy is kind of unexpected because you it already is. got two other villains. Yeah. You got Al, and then you got Zerg as like like the chaser villain. So you got you have three villains in Toy Story, Toy Story two, and. Uh, and then Pete, yeah, he he comes out of his box. You don't even see it coming. He, like he and he's got his pickaxe. He's, he uses <laughs> that shit to tear Woody up. Him. Like he's he's got like he's got some like deepness to him with like being left behind. And then he's like turns on the whole world. He's like, well, if I can't be loved, no one can. And I don't even want to be loved anyway. He's got such a complex arc. I love Pete. <laughs> I like uh, that we're the, seeing right now the trend of where our picks are going in terms of what movies we actually. Yeah, like. I think so too. That's possible. <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple that kind of have been mentioned a good amount. Well, my honorable mentions are two actually haven't been talked about yet. Uh, Hopper from Bugs Life is a fantastic villain. Just he was on my short. He was on my short list for sure. The Grasshopper Squad in general, he is he is very threatening. He's got that like monster guy, uh, the Thumper, the one who like screeches at the children. Like he's got like a whole squad of just horrible people. And Topper is a very intimidating. And the uh, sound uh, that he makes is just oh so. Uh, the, the, the thumper one the like the screeching one like, <laughs> well he makes a, like this humming sound as he's coming and you're like oh god yeah no they make this foreboding yeah yeah they, uh, they, like they, their design is scary they're good yeah. uh, and then ernesto de la cruz another shock oh. villain from coco yeah uh he is dastardly he is like he's murdering his fret best friend he's murdering children <laughs> also that uh he can seize his moment uh, i love ernesto de la cruz uh, so let's get on to uh, full movies now. Most underrated Pixar movie. This, these two were underrated and overrated. Were pretty easy for me. I, I had a clear cut one and one for each. Uh, back to you, Mama K. I, I also wait, had it a- before you say Mama yeah. K. I think that me and you are going to have the same picks. So I'm excited to hear what yours are because I know that one of these categories we're going to have the same pick. But I want to. I said I know which one you're picking for overrated, but underrated I don't know. So what's <laughs> underrated? <laughs> Uh, yeah, these were pretty easy for me too. Underrated for me is Ratatouille. I love Ratatouille. Um, and I think it just doesn't get 
it doesn't get the love because it's not a it's not a complex story and it's not i mean it has it has a villain but not really um it ha and it's a little it's a little weird i i like it so much i love the energy of it i think it has the the movement within the movie is uh was very different than anything before it i think there was a lot of you know uh first person point of view from a mouse point of view a rat point of view uh and i really enjoyed that um overrated for me uh yeah any of the cars movies but wally wins out over all of that i i, yeah. I never even felt compelled to sit through that whole movie it's very boring you are very wrong about wally wally's <laughs> Well, he's a very special. That's player. what everyone right, says. Nicole, but, Nicole, do you have the same overrated and underrated? <laughs> um, my underrated film is Ratatouille, hands down. <gasps> um, what? <laughs> Ratatouille, FTW, so yes, awesome. Oh. I love it. And you know what's funny? Out of all the food themed films in this world in my home ec class in high school that was the one that they chose to watch was ratatouille i don't know why what inspiration i I don't know what inspiration we were supposed to get from it but i'll never forget it because (laughs) i i love it so much i love the the aura of being in france and having you know the the whole thing of the fighting between michelin stars with with restaurants it's just really cool to see it done in this perspective just the fact that this that this rat could create a michelin star dish it's like such a fun concept and it definitely doesn't get the love that it deserves so i totally agree with that um most overrated film is obviously Wally. I knew we were going to have the same <laughs> picks for these. Obviously, you guys are ridiculous. I knew that, that's why ridiculous. I wanted to stop her before she said underrated because I'm like I'm, I'm feeling the the connection today. I know we're going to yeah. say the same thing. Yeah. Um, Wally is so boring in the first ten <laughs> minutes that I can't even. I have. I can honestly say I've never finished it. Uh, Girl, same. I, I, no, I don't come care on, to. you guys. No, never. The first the, half of Wally's like beautiful art it's the, the whole second half rubble of pile like what I want where he's like <laughs> like siphoning through the rubble pile to find whatever he's looking for i don't even know what he's looking for eve i don't know but anyway and he does it so boringly everything it's is so, so bad. boring <laughs> it's so bad uh you guys don't understand it's an it's an art film you guys don't understand you guys don't understand i'm okay with that i'm so 100 percent. i'd rather okay watch ratatouille it. 10 times and try to watch wally once uh-huh yes. i don't want him to fill any wall wally's not even i don't think it makes my top five but I, I i appreciate wally a lot you guys are wrong on that i'm gonna go with my overrated first since it's your underrated ratatouille's overrated no, ratatouille's not that good not. <laughs> only by us ratatouille <laughs> ratatouille people put on like their top 10 yeah. out of the 21 i'm like yeah, no, it's, it's like bottom five. Ratatouille's kind of just—it's no. fine. It's a—it's a cute little adventure, and you know, I—I I like uh, the, the the Anton Ego, the the critic, of course. I think he's he's pretty cool villain. I like his final speech. Uh, where he comes around and is he he learns something, um, but there's like uh, weird fan fiction of Linguini too. It's weird. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm sure there's weird fan fiction for all this stuff, and most fan of them are inanimate objects or animals. So. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> um, and then my underrated, which I don't know if you you guys have seen, the Good Dinosaur. People sleep on the Good Dinosaur, and people don't want to give saw it a chance. It, but it, obviously, it hasn't left much of an impact on me. <laughs> good to be dinosaur. Honest, I haven't seen that. Ah, uh, people sleep on the Good Dinosaur. It's got some really tragic moments. I cried real hard twice in it. Um, Arlo is a, is a good protagonist learning about the world, uh, and the first 20 minutes or so when he's the, you know, kind of the outcast member on his family farm, uh, good dinosaur, people sleep on it, no one watched it because it came out the same year as Inside Out, which none of us have even mentioned yet, so I guess none of us are super high on Inside Out, but, um, yeah, people sleep on good dinosaur, don't, it's on, uh, Disney Plus, it's pretty good. Alright, biggest cry moment, lots to choose from, uh, back to you, Nicole, biggest cry moment in Pixar. This... I don't know, this might be a surprise to you guys, but the biggest crying moment that I have to date, I think, is one of the newest Pixar films, Mm. which is Onward. And if you haven't seen Onward yet, I would say you need to see it because I think it is just, uh, it's the next level of Pixar, in my opinion. I think that they've kicked it up one notch in their late, 2010s early 2020 films i think that it's an it's in the next stage um so the one of the final scenes is it basically 
if you haven't seen Onward, it, it's about a pair of pants. <laughs> That's the dad. Yes, it it's, ha- it's half of the it's half of the dad. Um, they're trying to find the other half because the younger brother has never met him. So that's what they want to do. And at the end of it, the the pants <laughs> they disappear, <laughs> and it's just such a sad moment with that him and the older brother Barley. Um, he gets to say goodbye to his dad one last time and the younger brother gives Barley the opportunity to say goodbye to him since he's known him and the whole fucking time I know me and Brennan were sobbing yeah, it was sobbing. so <laughs> sad and it was so heartbreaking and it was just such a real moment and I'm like this is next level Pixar for me like I loved it so much that's where I I think that's where I've cried the most from Pixar that's uh yeah the new the newest one uh because soul uh, we're doing the soul has not come out yet although i'm sure that, that i know based on the trailer that's gonna pull every tear out of my out of my eyes yeah uh, i'm ready for oh, okay that. your 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 biggest cry moment uh it's gonna be super pedestrian but it's when carl's wife ellie dies in up yeah um anything up having to do with seeing a grape soda pin if i'm at disney world and somebody walks by me with a grape soda pin i well up and it's Oh, I'm willing oh. up right now, thinking about it a little bit. Oh. Um, it's the yeah, it's that. Um, and the the grandmother in Coco, the the whole that whole death piece that happens um, in that movie, Coco had me. You know, I was Coco had me all 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 messed oh, up yeah. in the game. So <laughs> as a whole movie, it would probably be Coco. But for that moment, for those moments in Up, it's yeah, it's that. Yeah, my biggest one is uh, when somebody loved me. Toy Story two. That no. I was when you guys were talking. I'm like, oh, I gotta try to keep it together for when somebody loved me. Jesse's backstory is um, that's oh, true. God. That's that's pretty brutal. It's hard to get through. It's tragic. I can't yeah. even really talk too much more about it. Uh, the popular <laughs> ones, <laughs> the popular ones. You're right. Up intro. Uh, another very popular one. Andy gives up his toys. Toy Story three. When yeah. he when he gives them over to Bonnie. That's a very now, popular. You know what one. I gotta say about that? But that's okay. I know because <laughs> I thought that this was a whole. I thought this was a whole Toy Story review, and I was about to like beef it up with Bonnie. But it's okay. We can talk about that later. <laughs> You've already beat on Bonnie enough in the Toy Story 4 review. Yikes. So if anyone wants to hear Nicole bash, do some Bonnie bashing, Toy Story 4 reviews out uh, from about a year ago. Uh, on, and then a couple other honorable mentions. Uh, yeah, yeah, your entire last half hour of Coco is what I put for exactly. Coco. Because Coco makes me cry for like, from from the, the twist reveal to the end, there's just like tons of tons of moments. Uh, and then uh, one that I know Nicole probably won't agree with because she didn't like the movie. But uh, Gabby Gabby's Redemption in Toy Story 4. It, it like fucks me up real hard uh, when she gets her rejection and then finally finds that little girl at the at the at the fair. At that gets me real hard. I oh, I couldn't no. even put Gabby Gabby as a, my favorite villain because she is redeemed at the end. But she was in she would have been my favorite villain if she had stayed a villain. I love Gabby Gabby. She's excellent. Um, all right, this is it. <laughs> favorite. We've done our superlatives, but favorite movie slash movies. If you have like a tier. Uh, Oh, is it Mama K? Mama K, what's your favorite Pixar movie? I had four or five of them uh, that I felt were like right at the same level. And so I thought, you know, if I were going through my TV and all of these were on at one time, what would be the one that I would stop on and watch? And it's Ratatouille. I would totally watch that movie oh every time God, that it's on. You're ridiculous. I, I love <laughs> that 21 movie. 21 great movies. You pick Ratatouille. I love... <laughs> I- I love I love it. I can't tell you what the the appeal. I mean, I can tell you some of the stuff me that's neither. the appeal for me. But man, it's I love it. I love that movie. Um secondarily, I mean, if it had commercials, I would be flipping back and forth between that and up. But uh if it was, you know, a non-commercial television situation, uh I would just sit and watch the whole movie of Ratatouille. Well, you have that option with Disney Plus. They've got all the ones. <laughs> I know. I know, but I'm just I'm but then there's all the other things to watch too beyond you know yeah. pixar movies yeah, once so. you have the option then that that creates right a whole but if i had a tv yeah. that had five channels and that's what was happening this is this is how it would play out for me <laughs> uh nicole your favorite <sighs> i also have four on my list and i would uh, now that I'm putting it into the perspective of what mama k said if they all four of these were on tv what would i stop on I'm going to have to say Finding Nemo. I would definitely stop and watch Finding Nemo start to finish. No problem. Um, I don't know. 
I would never... Uh, a lot of people would pick Dory as their be- best support character. And, you mm. know, while I really feel sad for her because if you think about her situation she's literally just <laughs> by herself in the world and does and has this horrible memory problem i can't really remember what happens in, in <laughs> Dory remember. because <laughs> yeah, i'm having we Dory basically learn she's um, just been lost her entire life like, how she was fucking just devastating around, like, is that and then she <laughs> runs into marlin like she she gets lost to her parents and then just wanders around that's lost like for biggest, years that's like biggest <laughs> like, behind depressing. the scenes cry scene like think about dory just living her life not knowing what the fuck is going on that's such a sad thing but anyway no, dude finding... that sounds magical no <laughs> i'm surprised dory's she life is horrible yet. Dory's life she is absolutely horrible. Piranhas or jellyfish, know. you know. But anyway, Finding Nemo yeah, is probably killing. my favorite. <laughs> um, just, just a little bit. Finding Nemo, Toy Story, Ratatouille, Monsters Inc. was how I wrote them down. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, did you? What were your other ones before I give my final? Because I, I have five that kind of competed. But what were your other ones, Mama okay? Oh, what were my other ones? So Ratatouille yeah, up. Than... I'm sorry, Ratatouille up. Toy Story, Monsters Inc. And yeah, I, was, I have like a, I have a, cl- I have a clear cut one, like a number one. That's and it's it's obvious to me. And then two through five could go in any order. So the two through five are Coco, Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, and Toy Story. Those f- four have all jumped around together uh, in my top. Um, but number one, and it's it's Toy Story two. I love Toy Story two so much. Uh, it's it ingrains and it deepens our our idea of Woody from the first one. Uh, it create it does a really clever thing with Buzz, which I've talked about in the Toy Story four. When Buzz is a really hard character to keep fresh and interesting because his whole thing is I am spaceman. I I th- I am on a mission, but no, you're actually a toy, and everyone knows you're just a toy. And it's it's him grappling with that and being a dope it, that is makes him interesting. And, and they Spanish. somehow find a way to keep it. F- yeah, they make him Spanish in three, and in four they give him the inner conscience. But in two they give him a utility belt buzz to fight, so he has to see how annoying he must have been to everyone else in the first one. Uh, we've already talked about the villains. It has two great villains. Plus Zerg is a good uh, like extra like Star Warsy kind of villain, so I like that. Yeah. We you know we even talked about the tour guide Barbie, and you know the Jesse's whole sad sadness. Uh, Toy Story two is and and the moment to moment stuff is hilarious in Toy Story. Too. the cone crossing yeah. is so good like the toy story 2 is amazing it's my favorite pixar film and uh yeah so that is that's all of our pixar stuff did you guys have any last things to note on this and before we kind of kind of wrap this um, the only up? thing that i have to say is i think that this kind of gives a clear idea of across the board what pixar films are still thriving and what shouldn't maybe have never been made to begin with um yeah, did but anyone mention cars right that, the only reason <laughs> i say that is because you know there are some hits and obvious misses to me like we didn't say anything about inside out which has a lot of people enjoy that we didn't say anything about cars we didn't say anything about finding dory and i think that it really brave. shows like brave, brave. brave i think yeah. that that just shows where Pixar has like thrived in creating something amazing and where maybe the the message didn't come across as better as good in the other ones. I think that might be true, yeah. Nicole, but I think there's also a piece where we have to take our ages into consideration because like I think of the early um, Pixar stuff as stuff that, you know, my kids' ages like really fit around nicely and so those are the movies that are memorable to me and then now the newer ones that i'm seeing as an adult and so that stuff that's sort of in the middle that you're talking about was just sort of that wasn't really you know on my radar as much to go see those i didn't have a a kid to take with me or i didn't you know wasn't reviewing it for a podcast so um for me i think that's part of it like i i can't believe i haven't seen brave um, I can't believe I actually haven't talked a little bit more about The Incredibles because it's really good, but it's just another one of those that's not, it was sort of at the end of where the kids were watching movies at my house and we weren't, you know, watching the same well, Incredibles movie Well, uh, Incredibles was the last of the BC era, the before cars, where, where things kind of uh, t- took a dive for a few <laughs> You're right. Actually, yeah. cars just messed this up a hundred percent. Cars, cars, like they skidded off the road for a little bit there. I mean, like first, first, the first six are Toy Story, 
Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, uh, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, Incredibles. Six of, like, the top ones. And then... <laughs> cars. <laughs> Screeching hall. <laughs> uh, Thanks, yeah, John I... Um, that's the thing. Is like, well, I mean, he also made a bunch of the greatest ones, too. And right. there's also a questionable human being in real life. But we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. four of my top five were from the BC era. Uh, and then, yeah, of the standouts, I love Coco as far as the newer ones. They have had, you know, we've talked about, talked about Up. You guys like Ratatouille for some reason. Uh, so, you know, there's there's been some standouts since the early ones. But uh, those early ones, they, they got their reputation up. And uh, they, I think for the most part, I think Pixar is the probably the most consistently incredible studio of any movie company like they like i don't think they've never made any i've seen all of them they've never made anything i could be like that's terrible like cars 2 is the closest thing it's it's not even terrible it's 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 got elements it's got some wally. decent parts but no you guys are you guys are just flat out wrong on wally so all right uh, i think that'll leave us for this for now so if you guys like this i think i kind of want to do this kind of retrospective thing for the tournaments from now on right now we're doing a blumhouse horror tournament on my uh, instagram top 32 blumhouse horror movies so i think we'll do a similar thing we'll do a quick review on the on the winner and then talk about some of the other other ones that you know, are worth mentioning. Uh, maybe we'll replace Mom okay with Jess on that one since that's a horror one. Be a little more her speed. So yeah, don't make me uh, vote for Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island isn't even in the bracket because <laughs> I picked the top. I picked the top. I picked the top thirty-two. So uh, yeah, no Fantasy Island not making the cut. Um, so if you want to go vote on that, uh, that's on my Instagram. I'll say that again here: Brennan underscore Pod Host on Instagram. Always posting tournaments. Gonna keep doing them. People seem to enjoy them. So thank you guys for being on for the Pixar one. Yeah, that was, that was great. Thanks. Till next time. This is Brendan signing off. Saying thanks for listening and enjoy your. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Telesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.